Hello and welcome to this podcast. Today, we'll be discussing some of the key trends in integrated reporting as seen in the 2022 Chartered Governance Institute of South Africa, or CGISA, Integrated Reporting Awards. My name is Shreya and I'm part of PwC's Corporate Reporting Services. I'm joined by Ronal Ferri, an Associate Director in the same team. We also have Renita Dwarika, a PwC partner and the PwC Africa reporting leader on the podcast as well today. To kick us off, Renita, could you please tell us a bit about the awards and PwC's involvement? Hi, Shreya. Sure. So the CGI SA Integrated Reporting Awards, or the IR Awards, is the leading awards of its kind in the Southern African business fraternity. The IR awards have been rewarding excellence in corporate reporting since 1956, with a specific focus on integrated reporting since 2013, which is the year in which the International Integrated Reporting Council, uh, the IIRC, actually published the International Integrated Reporting Framework. So what's PwC's role in, in all of this? Well, PwC is a non-monetary sponsor of the IR Awards and acts as convener of judges during the awards evaluation process. Entries into the different categories are managed by the CGISA. The independent judges who are selected by the CGISA then submit their completed assessments to the convener of judges, being PwC, for consideration. Thanks for that context, Renita. Renal, now you and I formed part of that convener of judges for the awards. Could you help explain a little bit more about what that role entailed? Yes, sure, sure. The convener of judges, in discussion with the judges, and, and mostly based on the scores achieved in the assessment, identifies an overall winner for each category, as well as a merit award winner. There are always two judges for each category, and four judges adjudicating the top 40 category. The convener also collates comments from the judges, which are summarized and presented in a publication. And this podcast, along with key trends that PwC has identified through its active participation in the integrated reporting field, are included in that publication. Thanks for that, Ronal. We'll certainly add a link for the listeners to the publication on social media if they want to get more detail. That publication is so great. It's packed with insights into the latest integrated reporting trends, and it even touches a bit on the JSE sustainability disclosures. The publication also provides a concise update on the activities of the IWSB, that's the International Sustainability Standards Board. So if you're keen to read a bit more about that, please check out the PwC and CGISA judges report for 2022. On that note, let's move on to the main focus of this podcast, integrated reporting themes and trends. Now, thinking a bit wider, integrated reporting is not just for listed companies. Although we often find preparers looking at the top 40 on the JSE for some inspiration in this regard. Renita, what are your thoughts on the integrated reports for this category? So what I can say, Shreya, is that the judges certainly have a very difficult time each year in determining the winner for the top 40 category. 
but it is not the entire top 40 population. It's mo mostly the cream of the crop, that top 20% which seem to get better each year. There are some high quality integrated reports within this category. The best integrated reporters clearly comprehend the underlying requirements of the integrated reporting framework, as well as the spirit of integrated reporting. Remember that the primary purpose of an integrated report is to explain to providers of financial capital the ability of an organization to create value over time. Thanks for that reminder. I think it's so important that we remember the primary purpose of an integrated report. And it's actually quite a powerful purpose because it's so easy to get lost in the detail and end up with a ton of clutter in your report, which I think can be quite problematic. Yes, yeah, sure. Speaking of clutter, there continues to be pressure on reporters to trim the report. One of our judges call it the thud factor. This um, point counts across all categories. If you overload the reader with an exceptionally long report, they're not going to be able to discern what is important. Your message gets lost. I completely agree with you there, Ronal. Reports that are too long tend to obscure the true message of the report. Well, I think it's pretty clear from the sentiments here on the podcast that reporters across the board need to shape up and trim their reports to focus on the core message. I think what will help there is having a strong materiality determination process, as well as using the underlying strategy, purpose, and values of the organization as a singular golden thread throughout the report. This might help to cut the fluff out. Let's move into some very hot topics in reporting, risk and sustainability. Ronal, were there any interesting trends in the top 40 in this regard? Yes, sure, there were. Sustainability, um, if we think in the short, medium and long term, continues to be integral to the integrated report. The integrated report is not confined to the performance of the current year and should have a, have a forward-looking focus. ESG factors, as you mentioned, environmental, societal and governance issues, are here to stay. Outstanding integrated reporters explain how their integrated thinking model encompasses ESG and sustainability elements, and this is really done through the relevant capitals. Sustainability reporting should be interconnected at all levels, including strategy, outcomes, and impact. That is quite important. Reporting on risk continues to evolve as well, ensuring that the impact of risks identified is not generic across all stakeholders, but is actually differentiated. I think our judges felt that the identification, magnitude and likelihood of risk were comprehensively covered and communicated. Thanks for that point, Renal. It's really good news that ESG is here to stay. Some might say that's even capital news that ESG is here to stay. That's an integrated reporting pun for the listeners. Now, your point on ESG needing to be highly integrated into the report and not an afterthought is also particularly important. I agree quite strongly with that point. Let's move on and continue exploring the listed category and think a bit more around the mid-size market capitalization and the smaller market cap categories of integrated reporters. Renita, turning to you now, what were your impressions there? 
So let's start with the positives, so the areas of strengths for the mid-cap uh, category, Shreya. Um, so these preparers continue to advance their articulation of integrated thinking year on year. The value creation process in the short, medium and long term was also well addressed. Uh, discussions on the six capitals and the links to sustainable development goals or SDGs was certainly commendable, although not all integrated reports got this right. Sir. Now, some reporters tended not to consider the SDGs within their strategy, which I understand the judges did find to be quite concerning. From a development, a development perspective, I think here I have a pervasive comment. Uh, so the integrated report is not an advertisement uh, or a public relations document. Uh, preparers really need to step up and share a balanced perspective. This includes both positive and negative news. This means sharing your challenges and how you have overcome it. What are the obstacles to achieving your strategies? And we really need better balance in the integrated report. Thanks for those insights, Renitha. I agree with your point on needing to tell a balanced story and not only focusing on the positive outcomes. Really having that balanced story helps you transcend and actually ensures your document is not a PR or a public relations document. Very good point. Renelle, what were your thoughts on the smaller cap category? So discussions of the business model within this category have really matured. These discussions tend to be presented clearly and succinctly, usually in the form of comprehensive diagram, illustrating um, the business model, which is effective and informative. So I think that is an element where the small cap continues to be strong. Something the judges identified was that particularly in the small cap entities, the disclosure regarding the key stakeholders and how they identified should be improved. So reporters should really ask themselves, what are the needs of these stakeholders and how will these needs be met? But that's not to say that the reports were bad, far, far from it. I recall one of the judges was particularly blown away with the quality of reports in this regard. Wow, Renal, blown away. Dynamite does come in small packages, whether it's market cap or having a concise, shorter integrated report. So thus far, we've touched on the trends in the top 40, the mid cap and smaller cap companies. Let's talk a bit about companies that are unlisted. So talking about the unlisted category, Shreya, uh, I think that companies have displayed a good understanding of combined risk assurance, uh, strategy and business models. Uh, these reports encompass good discussions of the six capitals, uh, they explain their geographic reach and have begun to discuss sustainability elements. However, emerging risks such as climate change are not clearly outlined and further how these could impact the businesses. I think this category could focus on their climate related risk and opportunities and how that integrates with their business models going forward. That's a great suggestion, Renitha, especially given where the IWSB, our International Sustainability Standards Board, is going with their proposed disclosures on climate. Excellent suggestion. Renal, is there anything perhaps you'd like to add from a general trends perspective? 
Yes, sure. Um, so integrated reports varied in quality across the spectrum of entrants into these awards, as we expected, ranging from excellent to requiring improvement. We have an article in the publication with a back to basics approach to improve your integrated reporting. And from the average scores of the top 40 on these topics, you can see that even the top 40 have not yet mastered in all of these areas. The first tip is to report smarter, not harder. And this can be done by focusing on the material matters and key strategic messengers. Secondly, create a feedback loop by focusing on the strategic outlook of the entity to enable investors and other stakeholders to build an understanding of the business over time. Thirdly, the report should clearly identify key stakeholders and ensure that their information needs are met. Lastly, have clarity of voice by capturing the language and tone used behind closed doors, as this ensures that the integrated report is authentic to its readers. Thanks, Renal. I think that's an excellent big picture perspective on recommendations for future reporting, and I particularly like your reference to authenticity. Thank you for your time, Renal and Renifa. In this podcast, we've covered some of the key themes and trends in integrated reporting. We've covered areas where reporters are generally doing well, such as the business model. And we've also discussed areas where reporters need to improve, such as producing a more streamlined integrated report and sharing a balanced perspective. For more information, please download a copy of the 2022 PWC CGISA Integrated Reporting Awards Judges Report. This podcast is brought to you by PwC, all rights reserved. PwC refers to the South African member firm or one of its subsidiaries or affiliates and may sometimes refer to the PwC network. Each member firm is a separate legal entity. Please see www.pwc.com forward slash structure for further details. This podcast is for general information purposes only and should not be used as a substitute for consultation with professional advisors.